Okay, so uh, let us begin our discussion of Parshas Akev. Parshas Akev. Um, start with a small thought by uh, by the Chiyucha uh, Shel Torah, which we've had uh, a long time ago. We haven't visited uh, that sefer for a while. On uh, one of the Pesukim later on in the Parsha, Parsha says, "Mo Hashem Alakecha Meima Kiim Liyiras Hashem Alakecha Parag Yud Pasuk Yud Beis." What does the Kadosh Baruch Hu ask of you, except for? Yerushalayim, the pasuk by Chamishi, Lelechas B'chot Rachav Lavosa. What does he ask of you? We know Chazal Darsha for the word Ma Meya, the marker for a hundred brachos. But the, the story is quoted. Uh, two thoughts. First, from the Rupshitzer. Pirshim Rav Talimi Rupshitz. Ma Hashem Elokecha Shoel Meimach. So Ma Hashem Elokecha. Wibame Hashem Hu Elokecha Sheelazu Sushal Meimach. Ma Hashem Elokecha. What's Hashem to you? How how is your relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Shalimah. That's what he asks of you. What's with you with Hakadosh Baruch Hu? That's what he asks of us. That's the most important thing. What's with our dvekas of to Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Then he quotes a story that happened with an etziv. Again, I think it might have been said by about a number many rabbanim. Yehudi Echad Shlama Valajan, a Jew who learned in the Valajan Yeshiva when he was younger. One time he came to visit the etziv, and the etziv asked him, "New v'smachst." No, what's going on? So he says, Baruch Hashem, uh, my health is good, the Parnassah is okay, wonderful. Then the Siv says again, no, and he says again, my health is good, my Parnassah. So the Siv says, no, no, that's all what a Kaddish Baruch Hu is do- doing. What are you doing? He's asking, are you Kaveh Or How's your relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu? Meaning the Siv was asking, Ma Hashem Lokecha, Show me Mach. What's with the Kaddish Baruch Hu? What's your with your with your relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu? That's what Show me Mach. That's what he is asking of us. That's just a one liner to get the get the ball rolling as we continue now with Parshas Ekev. So we know the beginning of the Parsha, the first Rashi on the first pasuk discusses the second word of the Parsha. Bahaya Ekev Tishmaun. The Ekev Tishmun, because you hear as a Mishpatemaila, what is the word Ekev that has bothered Chazal? So Rashi quotes Chazal, Imhamitzvos Kalos, Sha'adam Dashba Akevav Tishmun. Ekev from the Lushan of Heel, if a person is careful to listen to the Mishpatim, even the lowly mitzvos. Even the lowly mitzvos. The mitzvos kalos that people trample with their, with their heel. That's Rashi. But Pincus expands on this somewhat. Talks about what's a small mitzvah and what does it mean that people don't have the proper way of looking at these mitzvahs. Says of Pincus. Tivo Shaladam, source number two. It's natural. People don't focus on the light mitzvahs, on the little menhagim, on the little details. You know, we're the, we do the big picture. Basically, you know, Shabbos, Kashrus, you know, the major ones. And here and there, these little things, you know, not as important. Okay, it's in the Shulchan Aruch, but, you know, it's not, it's not one of those major defining ones. Avo be'emes. Doing just the big things doesn't reflect our love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Doing the big things doesn't show that, oh, we're really being Moser Nefesh, that's really what an Eved does. Let me bring an example of a little, little mitzvah. We might not even call it a mitzvah. A little nihug that's quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. 
What is that? And you don't have to look far. The second simon in Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch Arachayim Simon Beis Bedine Levishes Begadim. What does it say there about wearing our Begadim? Nifsakach Yin Ol Min Al Yemin Tchila Velo Yikshirenu. Putting on one's shoes. There's a certain order, a certain way how we're supposed to put on our shoes. First, we put on the right shoe before we put on the left shoe because the right is always more chashuv. And then we tie the left one before the right one because, why? Because the tefillin is tied on our left hand. So that's why right is before left in terms of putting on because right is always more chashuv and left is first in terms of the tying. If you have shoes without ties, you just put right and left. Right first and then left if it doesn't tie. So that's, that's a, that's quoted in Shulchan Aruch. Line seven. Vehine lamishem chunach kach bialduso. Somebody is educated like this from his childhood. Oshehish tadelis ragel bazeh. Somebody who's accustomed to doing this. Harizakar is low. Kedavasheni. It's second nature. This is how I put on my shoes. Right, left, left, right. That's what I always do. But somebody who is not conditioned to following every detail of the Shulchan Aruch, hadavar kashelav. See, very hard. This is yahadus. How you put on your shoes? You put on the right and the left. What am I doing? I already have my right foot in my hand. So let me put the, finish the right and then go to the left. It's very hard for a person. I don't focus. How I put on my shoes? That's part of Avodah Hashem. How you put on your shoes? Again, he says an extreme example, but it's just to get a point across. If it was shown to a person that when he ties his shoes the proper way, unbelievable simcha in shamayim. And when a person doesn't tie his shoe the proper way, terrible tragedies happen in shamayim. If people would see that, then they would obviously do it. They obviously live because they realize the significance of their actions. But it's not that. What is it? It's not one of the big three. It's not one of the major ones. It's just putting on your hands, putting on your shoes. Which way do you put it on? But we have to realize on line 14, that's this Rashi. Mitzvah Shalom Dash Bakeva. Line 14, Torah is El Sheker. Yeish Kan Mashachamar Mishlashton. Zilzul de Torah, Mishanasan as a Torah. Al Tiskakel, but Godel Ha Mitzvah, El Begodel Mishetziva Aleha. Fits in Shulchan Arach. Again, obviously, there, we believe there's a certain hierarchy, but we can't just do away with certain things. It doesn't seem important to us. We're just going to brush it off. We're going to say, oh, it doesn't apply to me. Right, that's Ekev Tishmohan. And then he even says, the example that he brought maybe is part of the deeper message of the bracha that we say every morning. Every morning on line 19, we say, Sha'asali Kaltsarki. Hashem has done for me all my needs. What is all my needs? So, what, is, what did the Mepharshim say? They explain, oh, you got to think about your shoes. Shasali Kotsarki. So he's quoted in the past, shoes are made of leather, leather comes from animals, and animals serve, serve man. Maybe that's what's the larger um, understanding of Shasali Kotsarki. But he says, Pashup Shat. He says, shoes. Shoes, think about shoes. We don't, we don't focus. He said, Line 20. Imagine somebody's on a bus. He's on his way to a major life-changing meeting. He's going to meet his boss. He's going to uh, um, interview for a new job. And in the middle of, of the, while he's on the bus, you know, he, he takes his, like his shoes are still on the floor, but he just takes his shoes, feet out of his shoes to be a little more comfortable. They're just like, they're sticking in. So there's a guy sitting next to him that's a practical joker. 
So what's he going to do? What does he do? He goes under the seat without the guy knowing. He takes one of the shoes and he throws it out the window. It's one of the shoes. So Foshal Davar, he's about to get off at the Tachanah, he's about to get off at his thing, he looks down, there's only one shoe! He's like, what? where's my shoe? Where's my shoe? What's he supposed to do? He gets off the bus. He goes to the meeting, goes to the meeting with one shoe. It's just shoes! Just shoes! What's the big deal with shoes? Shoes can be defining. Shoes are a little thing, but seen in a context. So then, right, that's not so small. So Akhash Baruch Hu gives us shoes, but he gives us everything. We just don't realize the significance of everything He gives us and every mitzvah that He gives us as well. So we have to realize from the bottom to the top, everything, the whole gamut of mitzvahs, including those that are dosh ba'kevav. I don't know if He focused on, that's why He brought the example, but you know the shoes go on the heel. Dosh ba'kevav, literally. So the mitzvahs that are dosh ba'kevav, how you tie your shoes, and shasali kol tzarki, that all has to do with uh, what's on your feet. We have to be careful and zahir even in those. Even in those. We continue. Parachaf, Pasig Yud Zayin. Parachaf, Pasig Yud Zayin. Moshe Rabbeinu continuing to talk about a lesson in Jewish history. Moshe Rabbeinu telling us that you have to make sure you always remember HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even if you go into Eretz Yisrael, V'rom levavecha, V'shachachta es Hashem alokecha. Right? Your heart might get raised, Pasig Yud Dalet. You'll forget Hashem that gave you food, that gave you everything. Amalchil Chomam Bamidbar, Shalom Yodon Avosecha. Pasig Yud Zayin, V'yamarta bilvavecha, and lest you say... It was my strong hand. We did it. Right? Not focusing on Hakadosh Baruch Hu, focusing on your personal uh, strengths and your personal achievements. We should know. Nothing is human. Nothing has human sources. It's all divinely given. Roger Feinstein connects this pasik to a medrash, to a medrash in Yalkut. Yalkut Shmuel base says the Yalkut in source number three. Arba Melachim, Masha Tavazelo Tavazeh. Four kings, they each asked for something different. Masha Tavazelo Tavazeh. The Elohim, who are the four kings of Yehuda? David, Vaasa, the Yehoshaphat, the Chizkiyahu. Four kings that fought battles. David Amar, David said, Erdof Oivai Vaasigame. I will chase after my enemies, I will catch up to them, and I'll defeat them. Hashem says, I'm going to help you out. David says, I'm going to go for it, and Kodesh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to help you. Continues the Medrash. Omar Asa, Omar Asa says, I can't do as much as David. I can't fight. I don't have enough strength to fight. Ella ani rodef Hashem, I'll start running. But you know what? Could you kill them? I, I can't. I can't fight. Amar Kadosh Baruch Hu I can't fight. Hashem says, "Good." Shnamar vayir defame asa v'ha'amasher imo kinishbru lefnei asa inksivkan el kinishbru lefnei Hashem. The Medrash says the pasuk says that it is Hakadosh Baruch Hu really doing the fighting. Asa said, "I'll do my little ishtavus. I'll run a little bit, but the rest is up to you." Three. I can't even run. I can't even run, says Asa. I'll sing a shira. I'll sing a praise to you, Hashem, and then please you do the rest. Kodesh Baruch Hu says, fine. So, 
David says, I'll go fight, you gotta help me out. And Khash Prophet says, I'll help you out. Then Yehoshaphat says, Asa says, number two, that I can't go kill, I'll just run. Yehoshaphat says, I can't even run, I'm just gonna sing Shira. And finally, Omar Chizkiyova, Omar, I can't do anything. You know what, Hashem? I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. Please take care of things. Take care of business. And of course, we know this, the, um, the nace that occurred overnight where the thousands of soldiers of Ashur all died overnight. 185,000 or so soldiers died overnight. And in that way, Chizkiyo woke up and the tremendous nace Tremendous nace occurred. So the question is, what is the shot of this measure? What does it mean that every every one of the kings asks for less? David says, I'll even go kill. The next king says, I'll run. The next king says, I'll just sing Shira. And finally, Chizkiyo says, I'm just going to sleep. Says Rav Moshe, source number four. David Moshe Rabbeinu. Rav Moshe Feinstein, he knew Yalkut. He knew Yalkut. Cold. He didn't just know Shas and Post game. He knew Kalatar Kula. He was Rav Moshe. Shetzarech Leid that we must know. Ki ha'adam b'chol ma'asav tzarech rak sh'ashem izbarach yatzliach ma'asav. Everything we do in life, we have to realize it's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's only because HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us the Hatzlacha. If we succeed in any area, if we have any kochos, any talents... It's all from Hashem. But we got to do our stavlus. Because Baruch Hu is not going to give us any, anything easy. We got to do our stavlus. Kedamar Rashbab, Sof Kedushin. Right, it's all because of my actions that I don't deserve it. Right, the Pazagan Arpasha says there, Moshe, if we take the credit where it's due to Hashem, it's terrible. Kochi vosem yadilo. What's the what's the antidote? What do we have to say? Hihu hanusin lachak koach lasos chayil. So we'll talk Kaddish Baruch Hu. So now we get to the Medrash. What does the Medrash have to do with this? Lachin bedoru shal David sheklal Yisrael hayut sadikim gedolim mubali bitachon. In David's generation, they were on a very high level. They knew Kaddish Baruch Hu was doing it. They knew Hashem was behind it. Yaduze. David, therefore, wasn't worried that the more he would do, the less people would recognize God. So he said, you know what? I'm going to do as much as I can, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I know it's from you. I'm not worried that people are going to think anything else. Come fight with us. I'm going to go fight and fight with us. But everything's going to be done by you. We all know that. But as the generations went... And as each generation became further from this clear recognition of Hashgach Hashem behind everything, and every one of the Malachim knew that, they each said, you know what, I'm not going to do as much. Because if I do more, they'll think it was me. They'll think it was the great army of Yisrael. And really, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was you. So I'm going to do less so that they recognize that it was from Hashem. Aval Asa, third line. Bidoro, Shalom Hayu Kolkach Ba'alei Bitachon. They weren't on such a great level. Hayayarei, he was worried. Shem Yasa Molchama, Da'ainu Sheyirdofa, Yasikem Yenatzchem, Yomer Chas B'Shalom, Shekocham Asazeh. They'll think it was their own, their own power. Lachin Bikesh Marashem Yisbarach. So he said, Hashem, you know what? I'm not going to do as much. Please help me out, even though I'm just going to run. But you have to fight. You have to actually do the battles. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, fine. I realize your concern. Yehoshaphat comes and says, if I go further, even if I run a little bit, forget it. They're going to say, 
It was me. I can't do anything. Finally, in the days of Chizkiyah, Amela, Chizkiyah says, if I even say anything related to the Malchama, I'm worried. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep when I wake up, take care of things. It'll be clear I had nothing to do with it. The message being, the danger of Kochi Votsam Yad Yasuli is a Chayel And then Ramosha ends off. The cult line 13. The cult game bidarenu. So if that's what was in Chizkiyo's day, what should we say for our generation? Bidarenu shaktani amana nisrabu. We don't have proper amuna. Shayinu tzrichem raklanisim. Ulaya vinu shashem izbarachazaz. We need total miracles. We need miracles because otherwise nobody's going to recognize. Velachain barach Hashem niskayem. We had miracles in our generation. Rav Moshe. Obviously, referring to the Six Day War, fighting the Arabs, the infinite number, it was obvious, you know how Kashbrahu did that? So that we realize always. It's not Koki Votsam Yadi. It's a Kaddish Baruch Hu helping behind the Gavos of Tzahal. But it's a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu is involved every step of the way. Ramosha says that's the message of this Medrash for our day. The day should come clear and soon that Hashem Ishmochama, Hashem Shemo, and nobody will have the improper, false outlook of Kochi Vaut Semyati. Good. Moving right along. We have in the next parak in Paragud, Moshe Rabbeinu again continuing his repeat of Jewish history. He repeats, last week we had the Aserah Sedibros, Moshe says that Hashem gave him the Luchos, Shnei Luchos, Avanim, Ksuvam, Batzbel, Okim, Pasag Yud, Va'alehem, Kachol, Dvar Meshadibar, Shemim, Achem, Bahar, Mitoch, Ha'ish. And on them will rain everything that Hashem told me. Va'ahim, Ikeitz, Abraham, Yom, Abraham, Layla, Nosan Hashem, Elai, Shnei Luchos, Avanim, He gave me the Luchos 40 days later, and of course 40 days after Matan Torah was Shavas of Atamuz, you must go down because your nation has become corrupt. Moshe Benu comes down, he sees them, and I went down from the mountain, and what did I do? I grabbed the luchos, I broke the luchos. Shiras luchos. Rabbi Weiss, Minchas Asher, in source number five, gives us an insight into the Shiras Haluchos. A Medrash. It's really a Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says, again, many are familiar with this, but the Minchas Asher is going to give an explanation exactly of what the message is. Says the Yerushalmi, Bin in Shiras Haluchos. The Kolod Aseris Hadibros Ayyuksuvim Baluchos. Hein Heim Asher Nosuas Luchos Abris. Velohir Geshmoshe Bekoved Haaven. As long as the Luchos were as they were with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaviyachol, his etzpa, his writing on the luchos, they were very light. They were very light. That's why Moshe was able to carry. huge stones, big stones, very heavy. But it doesn't matter because the, the osios carried the luchos, it was very light. But, Mishachatu Yisrael B'chei Egel, but the second that the Jews started sinning, Parchu HaOsios, the letters left. They started flying up. Just like the story in the Gemara of Chanim Metradio, the letters started flying up from the Sefer Torah. The Luchos Evan Hayikvedim Minuso, and they became so heavy, and Moshe Rabbeinu dropped them. 
Again, different midrashim give different illustrations about what really happened. Some say Moshe Rabbeinu threw them and broke them. That's the pashtus. Vayashlichem means throw. But again, the measure says, and this Minchazashur is here, is an Akef, so we could have it in Akef too, that they became heavy because the letters flew up to the sky. You just had to let them drop. So what's the message? Why why the letters leave? Why the Asarasidibas leave? Because when Esau did the Ege, what's the connection? What's the connection between the Luchos? Okay, so Moshe should break them. Either way. What does it mean that the Luchos, the, the Luchos became so heavy, the letters started flying up? What's the connection between that and the Chet Egel, which B'nai Yisrael were involved in? Says Rav Asher Weiss, V'nire, it appears to me, line, line 6, The Hadvarim Remez Hayu L'b'nai Yisrael B'Shas Achet. It was a deep message for Klal Yisrael. Kasher Shaku L'mitzulos Achet Ba'asiyasam Asa Egel, when they were sunken in sin by doing the Egel, Va'amirasam Eila Elohecha Yisrael, and they substituted Anochi Hashem Elokecha for Eila Elohecha Yisrael. This is my, this is the God, this cow. Halokas V'gdoli Hadoros. We find many sources. He quotes three. He says, I'll quote you a Bezdin. I'll quote three sources that say the same idea. That every neshama of every Jew is kneged and has at its roots parallel to a letter in the Torah. Some section of the Torah is parallel to every Jew's neshama. It says 600,000 Jews, 600,000 letters. doesn't really work out in the math. It's not really 600,000 letters. But that's the message. The message is that every Jew is connected to a letter in the Torah. And every Jew gets his spiritual life from that letter. From that letter. Right? Sometimes when somebody's at a, uh, when they're at a Ksiva uh, Sefer Torah, to see him, by Achla Sefer Torah, so some of the men are picking a letter that starts with their name. Oh, Lamed? Okay. My name is uh, Levi, so I, I want Lamed. My name is Yisrael, I want, I want uh, something that starts with a Yud. That's, that's my letter. That's my letter. So he says there are many Sources, both in all worlds, let's say, in the Hasidish or the Lifish world. No, he emphasizes both that. He quotes Rablevi Yitzchak and Rabnefesh Achayim. He says, all sources have this idea. The connection of every Jew to every letter of the Torah. Quote the Nefesh Achayim, Rav Chaim Yilalajan, B'Rashis B'Shil HaTorah Shinnik Reis Rashis, U'B'Shil Yisrael Shinnik Reis Rashis, V'Lachain Amr Allah Omid Al-Meis B'Shas Tisiyas Neshama. And that's why when a person is Rachman Al-Islan in a room, when a person dies, Chayiv L'Kroa. What is that like? L'Roa Sefer Torah Shinnisraf. Shekdushas Nishmas Kolechan M'Yisrael Chihi Kedushas Sefer Torah Mamish. A Jew's Neshama is connected to the Kedusha of a Sefer Torah. And the neshama of a Jew is the letters on the are the letters on the Torah. That's what Rechaim Yivelajin says. That's what the Kedusha Slavi says. The Nishmas Yisrael Heim Gufa Torah. Ki Yisrael Heim Shishim Riba Osios the Torah. The Nimsel Yisrael Heim Atorah. Ki Yichalechem Yisrael Lo Osmi Atorah. Nefesh Achayim Kedusha Slavi. And finally, the Pnei Yoshua. Yoshua Falk, one of the great Achronim. He quotes in Kedushin Daflamid where it's underlined. V'shekal echad mi Yisrael yesh l'neshama shalom mitzvah achas. V'achiza ba'us achas. There's one mitzvah, there's one letter, there's one section that every that, that I'm connected to, that you're connected to, that every single person here is connected to. They have that section. V'davar zekim achu, davar muska, meniska, bezoar, ubeshla, etc. He even quotes that every neshama 
has the connection. What about Gerim, who aren't even at Maimon Arsinai? Maimon Arsinai Lachar was the place where we started this connection. Gerim are the tagin, the little crowns on top of the letters in the Torah. So every ger is connected another tag. And that's why, unbelievable, the Gemara Menachah says that Rabbi Akiva was sitting, but what did Moshe Rabbeinu see in the future? Rabbi Akiva was sitting, kosher ksharim, he was making the tag, and why? Because he came from ger. So he was being the tag, he was... He was saying, I have to give these osios tags, I, I have to give life to the Gerim. Every os, every tag is a letter. So that's background. So now, says the Menachas Asher, bottom paragraph, V'gufo shel ha'adam kadosh b'kdushas ha'gvilsha sefer Torah. The guf, our guf is klaf. Our neshama are the letters. Our guf is klaf. The second that we give up our neshama, the second that we stain our neshama, the second that we say, Yisrael, it's as if the letters of the Torah are flying up. Cheta Egel, Klai Yisrael, basically said their neshama can leave. Yisrael, they're giving up an Ochi Yisrael, Mida Mida, it's exact. The second that the neshama leaves, there's no reason for the letters to have to give Chiyas to any neshama anymore. So the letters left. That's the Mida Kenegad Mida. The second that Moshe Rabbeinu comes down. Kamosha Kadabe Salevi, skip to the bottom the next page on top. Source number six. Ukadin Sefer Torah, Din Luchos Haedus. The Sefer Torah is just like the Luchos. Elashakol Sefer Torah, Prati Huva, the Nimshala Sefer Torah. A person is like a Sefer Torah. Vahaluchos Echad Hayu, Vahim Klaus Yisrael. Vahos Yishabaluchos Kanegad Klaus Nishmas Yisrael. But the second that they sinned, their Nisham is. We're stained. Parchu haus yosmin haluchos. The haluchos ibdu es kol chiyusam. Because we were guf shama, so the luchos paralleled us. As a guf shama, and as the Gemara says in Shabbos, chai no seyes atzmo. If I carry a, a baby on Shabbos, so this is the Rabbanan, because we know rice, chai no seyes atzmo. The second the baby falls asleep, much heavier. Why? Because, what does the Gemara say? Sleep is on 60th of death. Right? So somebody who's not helping, carrying himself at all, it's very heavy. A sleeping person is even, is, is not as heavy, but heavier than, uh, than somebody who is, who is awake. But that's what it was, the Luchas. The Luchas basically became a dead goof. Moshe dropped them. The Kach Yisrael HaKover Belakovim Misrachim Mitzurus, that's why our job is to give as much chiyas to our neshama. Because every time we have, we, we give chiyas to our neshama, we get more chiyas from that letter that Alpi Kabbalah is Keneged, each of our, each of our neshamas. Beautiful. We continue now. Of course, we have in this parsha we have the second parsha of Kriyashma. Second parsha of Kriyashma ba in Shishi v'hayim shamoa. We have in this parsha. Last week we had the first parsha. This week we have the second parsha. Ask the Gemara in Mesechas Brachas. We know it. Beginning of the second parak. Why is that the order that we say Shma in Shma v'haya v'yomer? Why do we say it in that order? So the Mishnah tells us in Mesechah's Brachos that first, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to be Makabal Omachal Shemayim. That is the first parsha. Shema Yisrael Shem HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem you are God. And after that, what's the second parsha about? What's it about? Kabbalah's Mitzvahs. Im Shemot Yishmo Mitzvah Lechon Nochi Then you'll get the Schav. And Asadim Tarot Zechem Be'ito. And if not, Vavata Meheira Vacharaf Hashem etc. Schav Onesh. So that's why the Mishnah tells us why do we do sh- the first parsha before the second parsha? Because the first parsha is about Kabbalah's Omach Hashemayim, and the second parsha is about Kabbalah's Mitzvahs. Ask of Schlesinger, Velio Schlesinger, Eila Hadvar. What do you need the first parsha for? Just do the Mitzvahs. 
doesn't doesn't that assume doing the mitzvahs? Kabos mitzvos isn't doesn't that assume that you have kabbalas machas beforehand? What do you need kabbalas kabbalas machas Just do the mitzvahs. Kabbalas mitzvahs should be enough. Why our parsha which talks about kabbalas mitzvahs? Why isn't that good enough? I'm Shemua Tishma. Start with there. What's the message? Why do we need Kabbalah Samach Hashemayim before we have Kabbalah's Mitzvahs? That's his question. Says Rebbe Leo Shlazager, again, who was a prolific author, many svarim out. This one is Eila Hadvarim. He also has Eila Moadai. The four-volume set, on Hala, not the one that we've quoted before with the little thoughts, but the four-volume set, half Halacha, half, Ashka, half uh, Agada. But here he says, line six. Lama be'etzem yish sarech what do you need that for? He says the secret is a Gemara in Kiddushin. What did the Gemara say? Samtem. It's a word in Shema. He doesn't even emphasize that. But he's, he's dashing a word in Shema to give the answer here. Samtem. Samtam. The Gemara darshins. What does that mean? Sam. Sam is a medicine. Zacha. If we are Zoche, Naselo, Samachayim. Torah could be the Samachayim. Torah could be, right, the, the, the medicine of life. As we'll talk about more later, Bez Hashem. Lo Zacha, somebody's not Zoche, Naselo, Sam Hamavis. Right? If somebody's not Zoche, so it could be Sam Hamavis. Says the Gemara. Osa Torah, Bidiyuk, Leitim. Sometimes the Torah could be Chaim, sometimes it could be Mavis. The question is, how can What does this mean? How could Torah be Mavis? Right? How, is he have any medicine that's either it kills you or, or, or saves you? So he nay, he gives an example. We all know Parshas Toldos. Yaakov and Esav. Esav goes out. Yaakov comes back. Yaakov is nervous. What's Yaakov so nervous about? He's a tzaddik. Yaakov Ishtam Yosheva Olim. What was he so nervous about? So Chazal tell us he was nervous. Why was he nervous? Because there was one mitzvah that Esav did better than him. There was one mitzvah. Kibbut Aveim. Kibbut Aveim. There was no one like Esav. Esav put on Shabbos clothes to come see his father. He didn't keep Shabbos. But he put on his Shabbos clothes to go see his father. Which of us, who of us put on a suit to see our parents? We're not on that level. So, Yaakov was scared. But where did Esau get these special clothes from to, to fulfill Kibra Aveim? These Bugadim Achamudos, as Rivka called them, says the Medrash, as we know, line 12, Masha Chamad mi Nimrod Vahargubanatzlan. Nimrod had these clothes. Nimrod the king had these clothes. So what happened? Esav wanted them because he wanted to do Kibbut Avain properly. So he went and he killed Nimrod in order to get the clothes in order to dress properly for Kibbut Avain. Says Revelio Shlazik. Let's think about this for a minute. Line 18. He wants to do Kibbut Avain with all the Hidurim. And he's even ready to commit murder in order to get the Gadava Hamudos Ulakaim by Mrs. Kibarava Aim. You know what this is an example of? Torah Samha Mavis. That's Mavis. When somebody has a warped sense of the hierarchy of mitzvos, somebody has a warped sense of of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from him. Hey, this is a mitzvah. I have to do this mitzvah, so I'm going to do whatever I need to do to do this mitzvah of Aim. So I'm going to kill so-and-so to get his nice clothes to do this properly. That's Torah. You're using Torah for Samachayim. In the name of Torah, I do something terrible and disgusting 
That's Torah Nasa Samachayim. That's Amamavis. That's Amamavis. Just the opposite of what the purpose is. Says Revelio Schlesinger, that's why. First, we have to have Kabbalah Samachu Shemayim. Then we have Kabbalah's Mitzvahs. Kabbalah's Mitzvahs, there's a danger. I'm going to focus on this Mitzvah. I'm going to step on the toes of that Mitzvah. And again, we have to realize what's this about, what's that about? We mentioned in the past the amazing thought of Rav Shlomo Zaman Oyerbach. I think we said this in the Lifna Iver uh, discussions a couple of months ago. Where Shlomo Zaman says that even though the Ramah writes in Arachayim that if you know a Jew is not going to make a bracha, you're not, or not going to wash the silos yadayim, you're not allowed to give them bread, because it's Lifna Iver, said, that's what the Ramah Paskins 500 years ago, says Rav Shlomo Zaman in our day and age is just the opposite. If you don't give them bread, that's going to drive them further away from Yahadus. And they're going to hate religious Jews and Torah, and therefore it's Lifnaiver not to give them bread. That's the gallows of Rav Shlomo Zalman in the Tshuva. But what do you see from there? What do you see from that Rav Shlomo Zalman? That Torah has to be Sam HaChayim. Can't be Sam HaMavis. If somebody takes Torah and uses it, and the goal is distancing from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So then, that is a Sam Hamavis. That is why we need Kabbalah Samach Hashemayim first. We have to see the big picture. We have to realize what the goal is of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. Line 21. Of course, we don't do Cheshbonos. We just do the mitzvah. But we have to know if it's stepping on the toes of another mitzvah. We mentioned before, tying the shoes. One of the tying the shoes is important, but we have to realize that tying the shoes is coming at the expense of, of something else. So we have to realize that tying the shoes is on a lower level than others. It is an akev, it is important, but we have to realize first comes Shema and then Vahayim Shemoa. And that's what he even says in next week's parsha. The first pasuk in Re'eh, also, you give this right to our next week too. Re'eh, Anochi Nosein Lefechem Ayom, Brachu Klala. And then it goes into Esa Bracha, Sharonochi that I listen, Klala, that you don't listen. First Bracha and Klala. And then you get into the mitzvahs themselves. Because Bracha and Klala, we have to make sure our mitzvahs our bracha. We have to make sure our mitzvahs are chayim. We have to make sure our, our mitzvahs are reflections of Kabbalah Samachu Shamayim. And not chas v'shalom sam hamavis. He doesn't quote it, but another example of this problem is a Gemara. It's been quoted before. The Gemara Mesech is Yuma. Gemara tells us a very tragic story. Yuma Davchav Gimel. Where the Gemara says there were two Kohanim running up the ramp of the Mizbeach. Trying to do the avoda. They're both running up. One of them beat the other one up the ramp. What happened? The other one was pretty upset about it. He was a sore loser. So he took the shechita knife and he stabbed his friend. This is before they said we're going to have we're going to have a goral for who does the avodos. Because of this story and others, they started making a goral. No, no more racing. What happened? Terrible. He took and stabbed his friend. Rabbi Tzadok says, He stands up on the, on the steps. He screams out to the Jews in rebuke. Shimu, listen. It says if you find a corpse in between two cities, what's going to happen? So... The, the Zakanim of the Sanhedrin go out, right? Egla Rufa. Here, it's in the middle of the Azara. 
Who's supposed to do the avod? Who's supposed to do the Agla Rufa for this one? Al Milav Yagla Rufa. Al Ha'ir Al Who's going to bring it? The, the, the menorah is going to bring it. The, the, the Mizbech is going to bring it. Meaning he's so tragic. He's bemoaning the fact, look what happened, not only out in the field, but in the middle of the base Hamigdash, a murder was uh, committed. Go, Kalam, everybody started crying. Finally, Ba'aviv Shaltino, the father comes in, the father of the, of the victim comes in and sees his son as being Mafarper. He's like shaking around. He's about to die. Amar, what should he do? Get a doctor. Maybe we could save him for a few seconds. What does he do? Quickly, take the knife out of my son. Quickly, before it becomes Tomei and my son dies. I don't want the knife to become Tomei. Having a Tomei clean in the middle of the base on Migdash. Get it out quickly, even though it might kill his son even faster. And he's not worrying about his son. It says the Gemara Lo Amedcha teaches us, What a warped sense that they had. They were more worried about the knife than they worry about the kid, than they worry about the child. This is an example of someone who focuses on Kabbalah's mitzvos and does not focus on Kabbalah's Omach Shemai. First, we have to have Kabbalah's Omach Shemai. What is the goal of the mitzvos? To do every mitzvah down to the last detail. But it has to be with the goal of bracha, the goal of chayim. And look, we need our gedolim. Sometimes it's not so easy to know exactly. You know, it's a... Uh, what the goal is and what the when is when can I forego this to do that it's not always so clear but that's what our Ravonim are for to ask them to show us the way okay two more two more thoughts for this week one is a thought also continuing in Shema it's a puzzle we've said a thousand times probably more than a thousand times probably twenty thousand times in our life but did we ever think about the problem in the Pasuk Perak Yudal Pasuk Yutes it's a Pasuk in Shema V'limatem Ozamas Benechem L'Deber Bam you shall teach your children to talk about the Torah when you're in your house. Why is the first half of the Pasuk plural and the second half singular? It should continue. Right, all of a sudden it switches to Lashon Yachid. What's going on here? Right, we never catch it. Hopefully tonight we'll catch it. By Myrif. So wh- why does the first half have Lashon Rambim and the second Lashon Yachid? Look at source 9. First of all, What do you have to say? When you're at home, when you go away, just say, teach your kids to talk about Torah. Period. We have to emphasize. What's the emphasis? Number one, question one. And question two... Why does it switch? Rabin to Yachid. The nearly says the Ksav Sofer, Yesod Gadol in Chinach Abanim. Yesod Gadol. To he name, but he has to speak at a Simcha this week, a lot of weddings and Sheva Brachas after, uh, after, after Tishabav. It's Sheva Brachas Torah, it's Afraf Torah. The nearly, to he or it really could be any week that you talk about a Sheva Brachas or an Afraf, because it's Shema. So we all said this morning. Right, so any Shabbos you need, right here, it's, uh, it's words to say. Venerally, Dehine ha Torah hitila hachiyov al haavos sheyumudu v'neihem. The Torah put an obligation upon parents to teach their children the achanchim b'Torah. The mitzvah chinuch. Avalodai sheyumashkicham alehem lelechas b'darche Hashem v'yasu machmas mora kemitzas avosam. But it's not enough to teach them so that they do while the parents are there. While the parents are breathing down their neck, 
then the child does what the parents wants. That's not the ultimate goal of Chinuch. That's only going to help when the parents are there. Once the child gets out of the house, once they're gone, the child do whatever he wants. The goal of Chinuch, like Yaakov Avinu did. What did Yaakov do? When Yosef wasn't near him, Yosef looked in the window. He looked and he saw an image of his father. That's the goal of Chinuch. Even when the father's not there, when the parent's not there, the child says, what would my parents want me to do? What values did they instill in me which would be how I should act. We have to teach our children, talk to them on their heart. And engrave on their heart. So they'll realize themselves. Everything is about Hashem. If you, we instill proper values in them, which is challenging and difficult and hard. But if we could do that, I know that that's our goal. Then they'll know. Then they'll be able to do it, and that's the goal. And that's what he quotes. Of course, as many, I'm sure, of you, of you are thinking, the Pasuk in Mishle, the Shlomo HaMelech says, When he gets older, when the parent's not around anymore, he won't, he won't turn. Says the Ksav Sofer, now we can understand the Pasik. Teach all your kids. All your kids. You have ten kids. In the plural. You have to teach all of them. That they listen to you even when you leave. When you father, when you leave your house. And when you get up. And when, you, when you're always not around. That's why it switches. Teach all of your children that even when you're not there. Obviously, it's Derek Drush. Not the uh, pshat. So he'll still be osik in Torah. Torah. Or when he's gone, you can say even when when he individually when he's not in your house anymore. Either way, it's singular at the end. So when he's alone, when he's yachid, wherever he is, that's the arichas halashon, and that's the switching from the double to the singular. And then finally, he quotes, fascinating. He quotes, what's the source, what's the earliest source for Chinuch? Chazal quoted. Who was the first one to educate his kids? Who was the first one to give Jewish education to his kids? Who was it? The first Jew. The first Jew gave Jewish education to his kids. Avram Avinu. Terach did not give Jewish education to Avraham. Avraham Avinu, what's the, what's the Pasuk? Ki what, uh, Hashem says, I love Avraham. Ki adoptive, l'man asher yitzav, as base of his banav, acharav. After him, after he's not there. That's the ultimate goal of Chinuch. After the father, after the mother, after the parents aren't there, after the teacher, after the Rebbe is not there anymore, says, that's the goal, Acharov, after the parent leaves. The goal is not for a parent to see right in front of his eyes. The goal is, for 30 years later, for a, for a, for a student to come back to a, a teacher to say, oh, you know what, you taught me? I've never forgotten that year. That made an impression on me. Or for a parent, not even an Olam Azen, Olam Emes, to see, to look down and to see a child following his or her way. After hearing that dance, And this, as we mentioned before, Revolbi writes numerous times in his Sefer on Chinuch, Zriyu Binyam Chinuch. I gave it to you from the English edition. 
Chinuch is a process which demands a long-term perspective. When a child is two or three years old, we must know and take into account that when he turns 14 or 15, he will be in a difficult stage. In order to pass through the 14-year-old stage peacefully, the child needs to have a warm bond with his parents. If parents are rough with their two, three, or four-year-old, they destroy that warm relationship. Indeed, at an early stage, the problem in the relationship won't be obvious. The child still needs his parents and loves his parents. But later, when the child is 14, the surprised parents come to me crying, and it's, it's because of earlier. We have to have a long-term goal. We have to think right now, what I'm doing now, how I educate, how rigid I am. There has to be limits. There has to be goals. We have to read all the books. Right, we all have to read all the books. We have to read Dr. Palkovitz's book and Rabbi Palkovitz's book right, the, on parenting. But that is the uh, what it says, Riu Binyin Bechinich. That's what Revolbi tells us. We have to realize, even when they're not around, that's the goal of proper Chinuch. Okay. One more thought. We'll end off. We started with the Rapinkas and we'll end with the Rapinkas. Rapinkas says, the end of Shema, we'll end of the second Parsha. Laman Yirbu Yemeichem Vimei in order for your children to get long life. Long life. What's long life? But it's right at the end of the second parasha of Shema. Following the Torah is long life. Following the Torah is long life. Says Rav what truly is chiyas? What truly is life? HaTorah HaKadosha Hi Nishmas HaChayim Shal Am Yisrael Mamish Connecting to the Torah is, that's real life. Kishanu Omrim Kiheim Chayinu B'Yorach Yameinu We say every, every Mayrif. This is our life. Heim Chayinu Says Rapinkus, what does it mean? It's not a dogma. It's not a, something that's take it literally. We're just excited. The more Torah that we have, you want to give long life to our children, to ourselves. The more Torah that we have, says Rapinkus, the more life that we have. Local echad shaholech yoshev ochel orokate who begeder chai. Not everyone has the same type of life. Chazal say we just mentioned before somebody who's sleeping is not as alive as somebody who's awake. Chazal tell us in Adarim. I didn't give it to you. Chazal tell us in Adarim. There are four people people that ain't lahem chayim. Four people in ani a mitzora ain't lobanim suma. Four people. We've spoken in other shiurim what the, the, the connection between those four are. Why? Because they're not fully alive. Even Everybody's alive. You check their pulse. They're alive. But there's different levels of life. So too, says the Rav Pinkus, there are different levels of life and it comes to Ruchnius. Chazal tell us on line 14, on line 13, when there was a Chorban, Klai Yisrael died. What does it mean Klai Yisrael died? They didn't die. Am Yisrael Chavikayim. No. Imagining what we were during the Beis Hamikdash when we had the Kohen Gadol, when we had the Kohenim of Adasa, Malavim B'Tuchunam, Yisrael B'Mamadam. Compared to that existence of Klal Yisrael, we're like the tail of a lizard after it was cut off from the lizard. It's flailing around, but it's not really alive. We all do those earthworm dissections in elementary school. Right? It shakes around. Is it really alive? Says Rav Pincus, there are different levels of life. The more we connect ourselves to the Torah, the more life we have. Line 23, After we learn a Brachas, we're a different person. 
We're a different person than what we were before we learned Masechah's Brachas. Every time we learn it, every time we go to a shir, every time, you could ex- expand this, he, does, he doesn't, every time we do a mitzvah properly that gives us life. We know that every mitzvah parallels 365, 248, the mitzvah say, the mitzvah every mitzvah gives us more life. Every, every piece of Torah gives us more life. We have to try to make ourselves as alive as possible. How do we have ribu yamim? More chiyus. The more life we have, the more we learn about a mesechta, he says. The more that yontif comes alive for us. That is the greatest life that we have. When we finish a mesechta, we say hadron Allah. Because we're saying, we're appreciating that we have more life right now. That's what we have to think about when we say Shema every day. Following the mitzvahs at Torah, following the Torah that we spoke about in this second parsha, Kabbalah Zal Mitzvahs, with a proper perspective of having already said Kabbalah Zal knowing the goal, that's what we have to realize, says Rav Pincus, is the ultimate, the ultimate life. The ultimate life that we could gain, the ultimate life that we could give our Nishamas. May Hashem we shall be zochet to fulfill this, not just say it, but fulfill this as we are in the weeks of Shiva the Nechemta, the Nechama that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives Klal Yisrael. We should be zochet to have full Nechama and get back to that time when we're not a Zadam Hatzla anymore. Realize that we're, we're, we're Ki'ilu Mace right now, Klal Yisrael, with all the time, with all the mitzvahs. Because we yearn for the time when we have the Beis HaMikdash, Bimafu'ara Ubehidura. Okay, we'll stop here. Hashem, we will continue.